The Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Beck Dental Care, Columbia Academy, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, The Rock Place, and Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Their trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact them today at 931-381-2663 or visit mtbj.net. back in to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. 22 minutes past the hour of 10 o'clock here on Wednesday, October 28th. Chris Yao along with Maurice Patton and J.P. Plant. Talking about the World Series on the other side of that break. And we will continue to do so because last night about, what, 10.30-ish? <laughs> Ish. <laughs> I get a text from Mo. He's like, hey. We're going to get Dwan Brazelton on tomorrow to talk about Kevin Cash's um, decision making. So, so we've got Dewan Brazelton on to talk about Kevin Cash's decision making. Dewan, um, the number three overall pick in the 2001 draft by the the Rays. They were the Devil Rays then. Out of after a stellar career at both MTSU and at Tullahoma. Um, where he is a member of the Athletic Hall of Fame at both institutions. Um, Dewan, thanks for taking a little time with us this morning. Thank you. Thank you, Mo. It's always a pleasure being around you. Great time. Hey, um, we'll get right to the meat of this thing, and then we'll talk about some other stuff. Um, You've watched this Tampa Bay team throughout the season – was that move last night to take Nate Snell out after five and a third as effective as he had been? Was that pretty much their standard operating procedure? Well, I mean, you have to think about this team. If you watch them all year long, you know, they've played with four outfielders, um, leaving one big hole in the infield. You know, they, they've been doing things in all another docs for like the last four or five years, so it's nothing new. Like I think we won the Tampa Bay is one of the first teams to institute the uh the shifting that we have nowadays that everybody's complaining about. So, I mean, I'm not really like I like Kevin Cash. I actually played with Kevin Cash. I actually played with Dave Roberts, so I'm not here to down either one of them. But I think it at a certain point in time, you know, you got to go with the horse that brought you there, and you know they gave they gave um, they gave uh, Blake Snell a lot of money a couple of years ago when he won the won the um, um, the Cy Young. So I can't imagine you treating the Cy Young the way you're treating like somebody else, like like letting go. And right, I'm riding that horse to die at that point. And and again, he had been effective. Uh, threw 73 pitches, gave up two hits and five and a third. He's got. I guess the meat of a of a pretty good order wherever you come in coming up when you lift Snell you go to a guy who had given up runs in each of his previous six relief appearances I mean I know that they've done some things pretty unorthodox over the course of the season that that's just I guess as a manager you can't think about what if it doesn't work 
But at the same time, you you got to realize what you're letting yourself in for in the worst case scenario right there, which is what played out. Well, I mean, you, you kind of like if I if I'm the Dodgers, that's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> like you guys, Blake Snell was out there; he was carving them up. It was, I mean, it was beautiful. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm a pitcher, so it was beautiful watching in and out, up and down, like you know, throwing a nice little slider and blowing a fast. It was beautiful. It was beautiful to watch. So like. If I'm if I'm the Dodgers, I'm praying like you let you let them off the hook. If you want to be honest, you let them off the hook. They couldn't hit this guy. I won't leave him in and then make him hit him. I think that's what most people would tell you. You know, with analytics and the way baseball is today, Dewan is is that something that that you dealt with when you were playing, or is it? Not or or was it a little bit less of a you know as a pitcher back then it didn't really matter it was go until you get hit right yeah well I mean it wasn't a thing back then like um like like that thing kind of came in toward the end of my career um so I can't tell you that I was ever like a product of that but like now you got these guys they don't want to let you see like the the the, the um, line of the third time around they don't want you to do this. They, you know, I'm not a fan of it, but like they're not paying me Kevin Cash money to make these decisions. But, <laughs> but like I, I'm not a fan of like you know like now like they got these guys that come in with the openers and you know they throw two innings and get on that. I don't know, like I don't know, like why they think this works. I mean, like, and I'm I'm not a traditional baseball guy in the terms of like I like all the new excitement we have or. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not upset about the bat lifting. I, I like that. So I'm not a traditional baseball guy as far as that. I don't believe that you know you can't have me excited, but I do believe that like you got starters and relievers for a reason, you know. And and like all this like quick hooking these guys and quick, uh, you know, I, especially in a seven game series against the same team, you know. The, the Rays had already shown their relievers two and three and four times in the series. That's so right. Not like, you, like if it's a one game, for one game setting, or even a three game setting, when you bring a guy in, bring it going ninety seven with a nasty slider, and you bring him in for one game, so that's a whole different story. But in a seven game series, they've already seen all your relievers, and like it sounds terrible to say, but they're relievers for a reason. Uh, and, and you're you're right. I mean, he, he points to the lot. Yeah, yeah not show me one. the lie. There's not one. Yeah, um, and aside from that specific move, Dewan, you talk about, you know, openers and that kind of thing. What happened to starting rotations? Where did that go? That's exactly where it went. It went with the analytics. Um, you know, and I, you know, I think that like, some like I think that bullpens have become great. Because like every every bullpen in the league right now has two guys that come in and blow blow hundred miles an hour fastball, but with white sauce sliders, which I think is great. But then like if you look at really like these good teams, these good teams are going to have starting pitching that's going to be pretty good. Um, you know, and it's like it's like a, it's almost like a a battle of rain clouds. You got the people over here that are still you got the Shane Bieber's of the world, like that guy's awesome in Cleveland. You got these great starters. And then, like, you know, then you got another cloud coming in trying to fight it and trying to do something totally different. Um, You know, I'm not a fan of it, but I wasn't starting pitcher, so, I mean. It seems like – I'm obviously a bias. It it seems like teams are managing 
to their bullpens mm -hmm. nowadays? Well, I guess it just depends on what you – it depends on what you had decided that your strength is. Which, and, like, evidently the Rays decided their strength was their bullpen, which I don't get it because their starting rotation has, you know, uh, Blake Snell, Tyler Glass now, um, uh, Charlie Morton. Those are three, like, stud starters, in my opinion, right there. So, I don't – I mean, I know they got good guys in the bullpen, but, like, I mean, I've said this, and people might get mad at me and might get some flack from it, but I don't really believe – I don't think that 90% of relievers started out as relievers. I think that 90% of relievers were started at one point in time and somebody decided that, you know, they weren't good enough to be a starter. That's right. They ended up in a bullpen. Now, they may have taken that bullpen spot and ran with it and done great, but it's, it's just if you look at the starting pitcher, that's where most of the money is, and the closer. So a lot of those guys in between are just starters that didn't make it. They have found another role, another niche. And that's not knocking anybody. So, I mean, if you're going to pay the guy to be the starter, you're saying something. So let the guy go. Especially in that situation. I, we are speaking with um, former MTSU, former Tullahoma high school pitcher DeWan Brazelton, um, now living in Orlando, keeps an eye on the Rays, his former MLB team. But I know, Dewan, you also kind of keep an eye on Tullahoma. What about those guys being 9-0 and going into this weekend? Man, I'm really impressed with that. Like, you know, um, you know, Tullahoma football is a really good story. Like, uh, just three or four years ago, they were 0-10. I think they had, like, two years in a row that were, like, bad. You know, people were calling for John All's job. Yeah, I'm not sure how that happened. I'm not sure if he transitioned. I don't know what happened there, but. I know that his family, I know he's got John Olive and his two sons are still coaching there. And they're, um, you know, now they're about to be 10-0 or they already are 10-0. But I'll tell you this, I've always been a big proponent of it's not about the X's and O's, it's about the Jimmy's and Joe's. That's right. <clears throat> and I can tell you that Tullahoma has, I want to mention two Jimmy's and Joe's for you. The first one I want to mention is uh, is uh, Lil Sheffield, Lil Jackson Sheffield, you know, uh, He's run the ball really well. You know, he comes from historically, um, a historically athletic family. You know, I he, everybody knows his two brothers, so I'm not going to mention him. I love him, keep that. I love him, but I'm going to give Jackson his shine today. So, um, you know, so Jackson run the ball. Then they also have another guy. His name is uh, um, this guy is uh, his name is uh, Jacoby Thomas. And, like, Jacoby Thomas is a phenomenal athlete. You know, he, I think he's probably going to be one of the top ten. I'd say top five athletes coming out of football in Tennessee this year. I'm hoping he wins Mr. Football. I've seen so, you got those two genies right there. Those two phenomenal players to start and build a team around. So, with, with Jackson and Jacoby, I mean, the sky's the limit with both those guys. Yeah, I've seen some um, promotion of um, Jacoby for Mr. Football in Class 4A. Tullahoma finishes up the regular season – Friday against Maplewood with a chance to go ten and zero and and win that um region four four a championship outright before they go into postseason play as the number one seed. Saw Jackson up here a few years ago here in Columbia at the um little league state tournament and I know you didn't want to mention his brothers but it looks like he's kind of on that same baseball trajectory as those guys as well, Dewan. Well, it's not. It's not that I didn't want to mention them. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that Jackson, being the 
the baby boy of the three, you know, he's always in their, in their shadows. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've talked, I've talked countlessly about the other two, and I love them both. Mm-hmm. Uh, these guys are my, my second cousin, so I love them both. So today I said, hey, look, I'm going to talk about the other two brothers, but I'm going to give Jackson his, his flowers today. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. Um, like I said, those guys are going going for 10-0, and 0, and as you said, not long removed from back-to-back 0-10 seasons. So um, nice little turnaround down there. You spent a little time on the gridiron. Yeah, I did. I did. I, I tell you, the gridiron actually was a, not a great place, but it ended up making me uh, make some great decisions. You know, it, it'd be nice, Mo, Mo, you're the expert on this stuff. It'd be nice if one day you do uh, old, oh, you turn old DeJuan a favor and look up some of the football stats so I, can, <laughs> so I can figure out what they were. But, you know, I used to throw that football a little bit. Then uh, I uh, tore my knee up. And after I tore my knee up, like in my fourth or fifth game, I was too scared to ever go back out there. But it also led me to the pitching mound, which, uh, you know, I think I worked out all right. I think it worked out pretty well. Um, hey. We appreciate you spending some time with us, um, Dewan Brazelton. Um, congratulations to the Rays, AL champions. Okay, and yeah. that's a, that 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 has been had been as big of a an accomplishment over the last few years as anything because of the toughness of not just the American League, but the the way that the season was put together this year, having to play the NL East and the AL East all year long. To get through that and to get to the World Series is impressive. Anyway, Juwan, thanks for joining us, man. We appreciate you. uh, Can I throw throw one more thing out there? Yeah, Yes, please do. You know, last night, last night as I'm watching this, like, this is like totally like, just like uh, a question. I wonder how the Dodgers would have fared if they had David Price. You know, David Price opted out for the year. Hmm. So it'd be interesting to see how that works. And I wonder, like, I wonder if he gets the ring for that. That's a good question. I don't know how that's going to work for guys that opted out. That'll that'll be something to keep an eye on here over the over the off season. And how much better would the Dodgers have been with Price? Well, they would... I definitely like you know I'm a, I'm a Price fan number one. Mm-hmm, uh, sure, being in the Tennessee area, we we share the same age, so I'm a, I'm a Price fan. But I think like just imagine the Dodgers. Like a lot of a lot of Dodgers' problems were like they ran out of pitching. Like you know they had Gosling. I, I know that they'd rather have David Price starting those games. You know David Price has been a stud for fifteen years now, however long it's been. Mm-hmm. Um, you know already won World Series with the Red Sox. Um, and did great that series. So imagine having him there instead of God. I, I, that might have been a sweep. Well, I tell you what. DeWan, as a Braves fan, I'm kind of glad he wasn't there for that NLCS for the for the very same reasons that you just pointed out. I think I think if David Price does not get a ring, that's a problem because that man paid minor leaguers. Mm. Right. Yeah. I think you got to give it give him to him for that just for financing your minor leaguers. Yeah. That, that <laughs> well, was, I I think I think that like I think that David. I think that David deserves one. So that's, that's that. I was bringing up an interesting question. Oh, absolutely. But is, here's what is. I think he deserves one, but I think the Dodgers owe him so much money. I don't know how much money is left from that contract, but the Dodgers eating it. He's got to be somewhere around twenty five, twenty six million at least. 
So I think that the Dodgers would just go ahead and give him the ring. Uh, what, what's another 14,000? Whatever yeah, the right? ring call it. Yeah. Happen. And he remains undefeated in the if World they're, Series. If they're they're... Smart, like, I, I know that when teams win that, when teams win championships, they give like real, like, whatever $14,000 rings, they give them to some people that work in the parking lot. They give them yeah. to, like, the clubhouse attendants. They give them to the ticket ladies. So, <laughs> If, if you're going to do that and the Dodgers are spending so much money on players anyway, I'm not going to upset David Price. But I'm not going to, I'm not going to upset a guy that I'm paying $30 million over a $14,000 ring. That's right. <laughs> Good you, point. You're right. Uh, Dewan, thanks so much, man. You, you, that was, that was, that was a great question and uh, one that we will continue to ponder here. No question. We appreciate your time, buddy. All right. Well, thank you guys. I appreciate hey, it. Thank you. That was Dewan Brazelton of Rays fame and MTSU and Tullahoma fame, um, former Major League pitcher, threw 120 innings in a year once. So pretty good, uh, pretty good insight there on pitching in pre-analytics. Yeah, and you know him having watched the Rays up close most of the year yeah you know you kind of got the impression that maybe that was the type thing that they had done with some regularity but at the same time sometimes you hey it's tuesday you know what happens on tuesday nfl power tuesday comes out exactly the power rankings come out so because it's tuesday that's never mind that there's a game tuesday night yeah same difference yeah sometimes you have to adapt a little bit Last night would have been a good place for Kevin Cash to adapt. Just a little. You know, I'm curious if it has to do with Tommy John surgeries. I mean, we we heard that stat. What was like 31% of major league pitchers have had Tommy John surgery at this point at some time in their life? I wonder if, you know, you're sitting there saying, well, but at 73 pitches, that's not – Unused. That's not I, something that's that's going to be a problem. I think you it's throw like, him to a hundred unless he's just getting rocked. I think it's like Dewan said. I think they had decided two times through the order was all they needed to see him. Yeah. But, but I tell you, <laughs> they didn't need to see Nick Anderson for for a six straight night either. I don't think so. Especially when he's giving up runs and you're up one nothing. He's given up runs in every outing. Doesn't make any sense. It's something I would think, regardless of what you have done to that point, I think that decision and what happened, what happened afterwards, is going to create a few sleepless, sleepless nights for I, a lot of folks in Tampa. I did hear in the sixth inning that uh, David Price actually opted in for the rest of the season last night. Around the sixth inning, <laughs> was he was he filling the uh, the roster spot of uh, Justin, Justin Turner, Turner after Justin Turner. That's what happened, he was pulled see. for a wow. positive COVID test? <laughs> Too soon, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. Oh man! Uh, speaking of weird and dumb things, Wild and Wacky Wednesday, as always on Wednesday when we come back, we'll tell you about the weirdest news in the country, and uh, it does not include Kevin Cash's decision to pull. Blake Snell. Blake Snell last night, although that's probably the weirdest and wildest and wackiest <laughs> thing that happened yesterday. We'll be right back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. <laughs> 